0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Randazzo's Rants Podcast Edition number two. Thanks so much for joining us, of course. I want to thank you guys for listening. Last week we had the one and only and Randall before he took off to China to play basketball. Chatting with us, talking about um, basketball life itself. Um, Rock Island, all that fun stuff. So if you want to listen to that, make sure you listen to last week's as well. A lot of great stuff from Chase. And the goal here on the podcast is to talk to Quanton City area athletes that are doing big things and having great times doing so, playing professional sports or just at the next level. And, and this week, I, I figured it's Seahawks week. There's no better person to talk to than my guy Jake Gervas playing. Football on the LA Rams practice squad right now, of course former Hawkeye and former Assumption Great. Are you Jake, are you better than would you consider yourself a, a better Assumption Great than like Joe Conklin? Like are you on that level or are you above that? You're probably above him now, right?
1: I don't know. Joe Conklin's a stud. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just happy to be in the same category as
0: Joey. Um, you are out in LA playing with the Rams in the practice squad before we talk football. Um, it's funny because you text me like I- I'm stuck in traffic. It's a good time to chat. You're literally. Are, I mean, are you are you getting accustomed to California? Are you getting accustomed to the traffic? Kind of take me through lifestyle out in out in LA, California.
1: I mean, it's definitely a little different. It's uh, not the same as good old Davenport, Iowa, or even Iowa City. Just in terms of the traffic and you know, taxes are a bitch, which is tough. Taxes out here are no joke, taking <laughs> taking away some some of my income, but it's. It's an awesome area. I mean, the the weather's awesome. People are cool, but as I said, there's no place like home. So I definitely miss Iowa a little bit.
0: Kind of take me through football. Obviously, a fantastic preseason. Um, I, I feel like you played well. I mean, I, I, what would you say to yourself? Obviously, you went out there with an opportunity, and like you've done your entire life at Assumption and and at Iowa, and now at the uh, at the at the uh, professional level, you took advantage of an opportunity.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, well, I you, I, I said. Said to you in the past, you know, draft day didn't really go as expected. I, I wasn't expecting to get drafted, but I was definitely expecting to kind of get a shot as an undrafted free agent. Um, ended up having to go to the tryout route with a couple teams. Uh, fortunately enough, the, the tryout went well with the Rams. Um, signed, signed back in the summer, and then uh, just you know, fall camp, preseason. I knew I was going to get a lot of playing time. They do some things differently out here where. They don't play our starters at all um, during the preseason, so I knew I was going to get some some good reps and some good playing time. It was just going to be about you know kind of trying to take advantage, go out and make plays. And you know I thought it, it went well, and the, the coaches saw saw something in me to keep me around. So now I'm just a part of the practice squad. Um, we do everything the team does, except we don't don't dress on game day. So it's it's not where I want to be. I want to be a part of that 53 man active roster and playing on Sundays and all that stuff, but it's definitely a good good place to start
0: was there was there a point where you felt like you belonged was there a point in the preseason where you're like all right this is this is legit now was it in a practice was it in a game when did you feel like or did you feel like you belonged from the start um
1: you know that's kind of tough I would say primarily it was probably during fall camp you know I was out here for OTAs um getting reps here and there stuff but you know during fall camp I I was fortunate enough to get get a good good amount of reps and you know just at this level yeah things are faster the speed's faster but if you know kind of what you're doing where you got to be in in your job you can play fast so i would say during fall camp you know it kind of clicked where I was like all right I can compete at this level now it's just about going out and doing it and and having fun doing it because you know during that that last preseason game I didn't know if I was ever going to put on a pair of pads again that that's just kind of the tough reality of NFL—it's a business. It's extremely competitive, and you know our roster went from 90 guys down to 63. So uh, I'm just happy I get a strap on the pads and you know help out the LA Rams. You know as a practice squad member, and you know I'm, I'm one play away from dressing on game day. So you never know, but probably during fall camp is when I was like, all right, I can compete at this level. Now it's just about trying to improve and get better and have fun doing it.
0: Your preseason—you did some—you did some great things. Um, Covered in a fumble, an interception, the last play of the the preseason. You always seem to be in the right spot. Just take me through your preseason, and you're, it, it, football's football. I know it's at a different level and it's at a, a faster, better level, but it's it's a comfort thing for you, I'd I'd assume. And and football's football, and you seem to fit in and, and play well right from the start.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm not a guy that's gonna jump jump out on film or make any crazy athletic plays, but you know, I'm gonna be someone that that knows the game, playing well is gonna. Make the right checks and adjustments, get everybody lined up, and then just go play fast. And like you said, I tended to be at the right place at the right time. Um, part of that's just doing my job, and you know the, the rest of that is from you know studying the game plan or kind of knowing, trying kind to of know what's coming before the ball snap. So overall, the preseason went well. It definitely wasn't perfect; made some mistakes here and there, but it, it felt good to you know get out there, you know, playing an NFL football game, make some plays here and there, and uh, you know, like like I said, I kind of had to earn my spot as, as part of the practice squad, and the coaches saw something in me that, you know, they think I can help this team out some way. So it's an it's exciting, exciting thing, and I definitely wouldn't want to be anywhere else. They, they do think a little differently out here in L.A., the coaching staff, the culture they've got in. It's, it's an awesome organization to be a part of.
0: Take me to the day of, of cut day, if you will, and, and I think it's a process where is it Friday some go, Saturday some go, um, what were you? I mean, because honestly, the the Thursday before cut day, you had a, a good game and interception, all that kind of stuff. I see you on social media posting videos with the team and all that kind of stuff, ready for the opener. Take me through your thought process going through it, and like as you mentioned, it's a business and it's always a roller coaster ride. And it was a it was a forty eight hour roller coaster ride for you that, that obviously ended up pretty well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sucked. I'm not gonna not going sugarcoat it. Cut day sucked. I I knew I was gonna get cut um, just because. You know, I'm. I was honest with myself. I knew kind of the five safeties they were going to keep for the active roster. Um, you know, two of them were draft picks this last year, and one. And then the, the other three were vet, kind of established guys. So I knew it was coming, but that definitely didn't make it any easier. Uh, played the game Thursday, got home late Thursday night. Uh, went into the facility that following Friday, Friday morning, just to you know do a little bit of treatment. And you know, I was, I was actually sitting in the sauna. I saw. A number I didn't know pop up on the phone, and they're like, "Hey, Jake, this is so and so from the Rams. Um, can can you come in?" And as soon as you get that call, you kind of know what's coming. So, <laughs> um, you know, had had a couple conversations with you know Coach McVay, the head coach, my position coach, the special teams coach, and they all kind of said, you know, um, you're you're at a point right now where we are going to cut you, but depending on how things shake out um, with some other guys getting claimed or you know how many old linemen we keep, stuff like that. Uh, you're someone we, we definitely see bringing back on practice squad. So, But that wasn't going to be for another two days. So it was, after I got cut, it was a long 48 hours. Uh, I actually went out and played a round of golf by myself while they, the team, the guys they didn't cut, had practice and all that stuff. So it was a long 48 hours, but fortunately I got that call, I think it would have been Sunday, saying, hey, we're going to bring you back in, sign you to the practice squad, and um, the rest is history. So it, it was it was a tough situation. It wasn't easy, but you know it's part of it. Like I said, it's a business,
0: and I'm just happy to be back, uh, being a part of the team. If if the phone call, if the phone call from uh, <clears throat> being cut was bad, what was the phone call being added back on to the practice squad? What, what was that like, and how did that feel?
1: It was awesome. I was actually over. I was over at Austin Blythe's house. Uh, he he let me crash. I wanted to get out of the hotel I was saying that, so. He let me crash at his house for those those two or three nights. Um, like I said, I went out, played a round of golf, actually hit it pretty well. You know, I played, played a round by myself and had a good <laughs> round. But then when that call came, it was awesome. I mean, just really excited. I'm um, really fortunate because, you know, this is a team that, you know, went to the Super Bowl last year and was, you know, one of the best teams in the NFL. And just to be able to, you know, get that call saying, hey, you're going to be a part of our 63 guys, 53 active, 10 practice squad guys. Um, that meant a lot, especially being you know a tryout guy. I wasn't a guy that they signed you know right after the draft ended. I was a guy who had to fly out, go through a workout, meet with the coaches, try out for just to get signed, and then work my way up from there. So it was, it was definitely awesome. It was a cool day, and um, like I said, it's not where I want to be long term. I, I want to be dressed in and playing on Sundays, but it's uh, it's a good start. So I'm I'm kind of used to this tough route.
0: Talk to me a little bit about that route and 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 get into the getting to the NFL and, and getting all over the place and what you've done. It seems like every time we talk about it, um, it's something that we, we, we bring up your road to get to places and all that kind of stuff. And it's one of those things where, it, do you just relish that situation? Is uh, are you comfortable with the fact that people doubt you? Does that motivate or what is it about that role that, that you seem to thrive in?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's, I would say say it's, it's fun, but it's, it's gotten to the point where I'm I'm just kind of used to it where, you know, I'm, I'm going to be down a little bit. I'm not going to be a, you know, high recruit going into college. Um, had no offers. I knew I wasn't going to get drafted and obviously didn't even get signed as a free agent. So it's just something where, yeah, I do get a little, a little pissed off, a little frustrated. And I just try to use that as as motivation. And in in my book, um, you know, going into college to my ups and downs in college, and then trying to make this transition to the NFL, the, the one thing I always told myself was, you know, if I gave it my all, if I, I went in and I worked harder than anybody else, whether I made the team or not, I wasn't going to have any regrets. So that's that's something that's kind of always been my motto is, you know, work hard, do things the right way, and things will shake themselves out. And um, fortunately for me, that, that keeps happening, and things have shaken themselves out. And, things, you know, everything kind of happens for a reason. It's, it's kind of led me to where I am today. So I'm just going to keep – Using that mindset and see what happens.
0: Take take me through, Jake. Take me through the um, um, what you're doing at camp. Before we talk about Cyhawk Hawk and, and some other fun stuff, what's your day like? And, and you mentioned you're just like a member of this football team, except you don't dress on on Sundays. What's it like for you? And is that your mindset? Is obviously a practice squad, no practice squad. You're a member of this football team, and, and you got a job to go do. Yeah,
1: definitely. So the, the week is. Game, game day on Sunday, like I said, practice squad guys don't dress. We don't travel to away games. Um, on home games, we'll be we'll be on the sideline, you know, cheering our teammates on, talking football, all that good stuff. Uh, Monday's is just a, a light lift and a, and a jog. Tuesdays are off day, and then Wednesday, Thursday are kind of like my game days. You know, I'm a part of the other the ten practice squad guys that are given a look, whether it's on offense or defense. Uh, mine's obviously defense, so those are kind of like my game days because I'm getting a bunch of reps against our starting offense. Um, We're playing a lot of similar defenses, similar coverages that that our defense plays itself. So just kind of going about um, the week, like Wednesday, Thursday be my game day, taking advantage of those reps, working on communication, all that good stuff. And then that way if I ever, you know, like I said, I'm kind of one play away, whether it's an injury, um, whether it's needing to bring another safety up, whatever it is. I mean, obviously I don't know how things will shake out but i i do have to prepare like a starter prepare like i'm going to be dressed on a game days. that way if i ever do that get that call up and get activated i'm ready for it so it's um it's, it's definitely a cool situation you know getting paid to run around and play football isn't a bad gig but uh you know the angle is to be a part of that active 53 um and you know hope, hopefully that comes at some point throughout the season
0: it, it's cy uh, week here in, in the quad cities and around the state of iowa um you're in California, but I, I'm pretty sure you know it's Seahawks Week. It, it doesn't change just because you're in California for you, does it?
1: No, not at all. You know, I, this is definitely you know it's it's a little different. You know, being on the other side, not not dressed not not being on the sideline or you know playing for for Iowa football anymore. But you know, this game is something I'm super excited about. I think it's going to be an awesome awesome challenge for the Hawks, but also you know an awesome experience with college game day you know ames is a tough place but a fun place to play and uh, no trust me i'm dialed in i know it's at 3 p.m your guys time 1 p.m my time so i'll be sitting on my couch hanging out um you know watching a little college football and i can't can't wait to watch the Hawks go get after
0: it you don't have the coaching staff kirk ferentz all those guys filtering what you think of this rivalry and Iowa state now you're, you're, you're gone now. So you like Julian Vanderbilt, he got himself in trouble back in the day for, for talking about the entity that is Iowa state and how much he hates them. What's your thought process on Iowa state? I mean, you don't have to be a good boy now. You're not gonna get in trouble, by, from the coaching staff, is it a, is it a, a respect thing? Is it, you just don't like those guys? Did you grow up not liking those guys? Take me through your, your relationship, if you will, with Iowa state.
1: I mean, they're just, they're kind of like little brother. I mean, they're, <laughs> They're, and the thing is, they're getting further away from being an Iowa team. By in saying that, I mean, like, they have, each year they have less and less guys from Iowa. They recruit so much from out of the state. Um, so, yeah, is it an in-state rivalry? Yes, of course. You know, they're in the same state as us. It's a trophy game. It's a big game. But, you know, you've seen what's happened the last four years. We've kind of put a whooping on them, kept the trophy in our building. And, you know, just being the school that – um, I grew up in the state and uh, never liked them, and then definitely wasn't recruited by them at all. I'm, I'm definitely not a fan. I don't know if I'd say hate, just because we've been beating up on them so bad, but it's, it's definitely a team I'm not too fond of. Um, and I'm really looking forward to our defense kind of getting after it, whether it's AJ Panessa, Gino Stone out there making plays and uh, you know getting after them, and then seeing Nate Stanley lead the offense
0: and hopefully make a year five in a row. Take me through You just mentioned, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but you just mentioned <laughs> how how the four straight wins, and that, that my math would be you've never lost to Ohio State. You didn't lose to Ohio State. Or no, I, excuse me, Iowa State. Is that something that you're proud of, and is that something that you knew leaving the field as a senior that you were walking off with a trophy for the fourth straight year and you, you always walked away with that trophy?
1: Oh, definitely. I don't know if I'm more proud of never losing to Iowa State or never losing, losing to Bettendorf because those are – <laughs> two of my two of my top accomplishments as a as a football player and as an athlete, but uh, no, it, it feels good. You know, our senior class that was definitely something we recognized at Iowa was the fact that we never lost to Iowa State. We kept that trophy in the building for four years, and uh, you know, kind of kind of made them our little little brothers for those four years. So it's definitely something I'm proud of. But at the same time, I don't know what 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 means more to me that the peat against Ben from. 2012 to 14, or whooping uh-huh. up on little brother and Iowa State names for you know four years.
0: I'm gonna have to make sure. I'm gonna have to make sure our good buddy Pat Anger listens to this. That's a that's well done. You slid that in there nicely. I'm 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 impressed. Was there a uh, mo- was there a moment in the cyhawk hawk series that you remember the most? Whether it's individually that you did, or is it a play that you remember that you're like, wow, that's the that's the moment that I'm gonna remember from the series.
1: Oh, man, it would probably be uh, two years ago in Ames when I, it was 31-31 with about two and a half minutes left, and I bit on a double move, and Hakeem Butler scored a 75-yard touchdown.
0: That, that, that's, that, that's the one you're going to remember?
1: A, although that, that's not a positive memory, that that's the one that sticks with me the most, but thank God for uh, Nate Stanley and Akram Wadley. Leading the charge, getting a late score, and then we won it at OT. But if I'm being honest with you, Matt, that's the one that sticks with me the most.
0: You, you, that's you're rough on yourself, my man. You're that's that's being rough on yourself.
1: No, it's just that's part of it. As an athlete, you remember the ups and the downs, and that was one of them. But I would say, uh, in a positive light, the senior year, um, carrying off the trophy, carrying uh, the the Cy-Hawk Trophy off Kinnick with with Keegan Render. You know that that was a tough game at home. Um, Low-scoring game. Our defense had a battle after kind of a slow start, and uh, we ended up, you know, cranking out that win. So I think, you know, being a part of the senior class, um, celebrating the locker room with the teammates, just just knowing that we never lost to them, um, that's kind of the, the defining moment, the thing I'll remember most about that rivalry.
0: Take me through what you've seen from the Iowa football team this year. I know you're watching from afar. Let's tar- talk defense first, because you lose yourself. And Amani Hooker in the in the in the secondary, um, Gino Stone you've already mentioned. What have you seen the, from those guys in the defensive secondary? Do you get to watch? I mean, have you? I mean, are you watching? Are you DVRing and watching later? Are you take me through how you're watching Iowa football this year instead of playing for them and what you've seen, especially from the secondary?
1: Yeah, I've uh, I've gotten to watch. I've watched both both games all, all you know sixty minutes, and um, you know it's just been fun to watch it. Defensively, I think we're really sound. We got we got some dogs up front with. Epinesa and Goldstein, some tough guys in the interior with Latimore and Brady Reef. Um, linebackers, you know, the only guy we lost was, was Jack Hockaday, um, and you know, even the guys that are filling in for him, they got a bunch of playing time last year. So just, and then the secondary, um, like you said, yeah, we lost me and Hook, but Gino, um, OJ, Matt, I think they're doing a great job leading the guys, communicating well. Uh, you know, I, I can't really break down the film and see exactly how they're communicating and how they're doing, but you know, I know Coach Parker's getting them and the whole defense ready, and I think, you know, they've just been flying around making plays. OJ's already got two picks. You know, Epinesta's leading the charge up front. It's, it's been fun to watch, and I think they're gonna be they're gonna be really special, not only defensively but as a whole team, as, as a whole unit. It just seems like they're kind of clicking on all cylinders.
0: What do you miss? What do you miss the most about? And you can't just take me through the game day and all that kind of stuff. What's the one thing about Iowa football that you probably miss the most not being there this year?
1: Oh, man. I mean, it's a cliche answer, but it's got to be the swarm. I mean, you right, you put in a long week of practice. You put in a lot of film study, extra meetings with, with coaches, without coaches leading up to the game. And then you know every time you get to leave that locker room, especially in Kinnick Stadium, um, and get a swarm in the field um, you know, with guys who you've, you've been working for a whole year since the beginning of January, um, and even four years since you know, your freshman year, just swarming out in the field as, as a group of brothers, as, as teammates, and just knowing that you know, no matter what yeah. happens, we're going to have each other's backs. So we're going to go out there and get after it. It's, it's got to be a swarm. That's something special, and that's something you know, even during the preseason. It was weird for me running out in the field kind of i don't say as an individual but everybody's running out doing their own thing where i was so used to going on and off the field with with the entire team so that's something something i missed, and that's something that's definitely really special toward to iowa football
0: um let's talk off the field for a little while um before we we talk about california and all that kind of stuff take me through um what's going on with uh with, with that that engagement of yours is everything good Obviously everything's good, no. but are you are you hoping at all? I guess is the question. Are you hoping at all? Are you doing anything for it? Is is Haley just basically doing all the work? Kinda of take me through that.
1: Uh, I'm doing my best. She was actually she gotta come out here this uh this last weekend. Uh, you know, we we opened up with an away game, um and like I said, the practice squad don't, guys don't travel, so it was the first time I saw her in, in six six weeks she was out here for uh about two and a half days. Um, uh, we got to hang out at the beach, got a really nice steak dinner and all that stuff. But, you know, she's definitely, she's, she's doing a lot of the work. I'm, I'm trying to help out any, any chance <laughs> I can. Um, you know, cause she's really, she's busy too. She's got a full time job as a teacher, but, uh, you know, like they say, happy, happy wife, happy life. And I'm <laughs> I'm trying to get a jump start on that. And, you know, it's a lot of planning goes into a big wedding, especially with the amount of people we're looking at. But, uh, you know we're we're in a good place. I wish you was out here, but uh, you know we'll do this long distance thing to the off season, and then we'll really start kicking in uh, into wedding gear come come January February.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Take me through. Um, what do you miss about the quad cities? You've always been close enough, if that makes sense. You've always been in Iowa City here, all that kind of stuff. What is there? Let's uh, start with food. Is there, like, if you could tell somebody, hey, when you go back to the Quad Cities, you ha- is there a food here in the Quad Cities that you're just like, gosh, man, it's been too long and I haven't gotten that?
1: Um, you know, of course, i got to put a plug in for my dad. I miss Checkers. You know, <laughs> the checkers, checkers fries and the spicy chicken sandwich uh something I miss. And then I have, it's funny you ask. I was actually thinking today about some uh, some Rookie's cheese fries and, and chicken wings.
0: There There's, you go. Those
1: are probably my my top two foods I missed from the, you know, the Quad
0: City area. There you go. That's good. That's good. That's good stuff. I like that. Um, What do you, what have you found yourself liking about California? Let's start food-wise. I like food. So, like, is there something out there that you're eating that you like, man, I'd never had this before? Or what's the pick to click out in, in California that you've just, you've come across and you love and that and you could wish you could bring back to the Quad Cities or Midwest with you?
1: There's this, there's this place called Mastros, which is this is where Haley and I went to dinner actually on Saturday. It's a very high quality, expensive steakhouse, um, and even though it it kind of hurt to pay the bill with <laughs> what we ran it up to, it's it's without a doubt the best steak, sides and dessert I've ever had in my nice. entire life. So if if I could do something, it'd be come back to Iowa City or Davenport and and open up a Mastros because it's it's unbelievable. This butter cake, Matt, that oh. they have for dessert—something you gotta try because it's—it's really something else. See,
0: that's not fair, man. Because I'm—I'm old and fat now, so I can't be doing that kind of stuff. You're—you're you're young and in your prime and all that kind of stuff, so you can eat whatever you want, man. I'm just—I'm getting bigger by the by the minute. It's ridiculous. Um, what all do you, right,
1: this, this this butter cake—it'll it, be worth an extra pound or two because it'll change oh, your life. Oh,
0: I'll eat it. Don't get me wrong. I'll eat. it. I don't care anymore. I, are you kidding me? I've been married for 11 years with like. Five, four kids. Almost said five. I'll, I'll eat what absolutely ever. It doesn't bother me. So, um, take me through. Are you? Do you keep up with the assumption stuff? Like, are you watching? They're off to a 2-0 oh start. They're playing actually right now as we speak. But do you pay attention? Do you, I, I, there's another Argo out there. You're related to the Argos, right? Those are your cousins?
1: You betcha. I've been uh, I've been following pretty closely with uh, with Johnny Argo being out there. I mean, there was there was a stint where Joe. Joe Argo graduated, and I kind of, you know, i was still following, checking on Twitter and stuff. But I'd say now that Johnny, we got another oh, another Wolf family member on the team, uh, I've definitely been following a little closer. My dad's actually at the game right now. He's he's been shooting me updates. I think they were down early, but uh, I've been I've been following, you know, Coach Coach Wade and the Assumption Knights, and you know, off to a good start with that two zero. Who's the
0: Who's the best Argo? Is there is who's there the a, best Argo? Yeah, who's the best Argo?
1: What are you? What are you looking for? Are you talking just about who's your, who's, are you talking No, about?
0: just who's your favorite Argo? Whether it be oh. yeah, well, who's your? You gotta pick one. I can't pick one. Come on, man. <laughs> be honest. Nobody's gonna listen to this. Come that's, on. Like, that's like asking me to pick between the steak
1: and the butter cake at the dinner I. Do I was waiting.
0: Wi- I, I was waiting for you to say it's like asking you to pick a favorite kid, and I would just I would have picked a favorite kid for you right off the bat. I do that all the time. I don't. I, I have no. <laughs> I, every day it, it changes. De- it changes every day. So who it, are you closest to? Which it one? Depends,
1: are you? It depends on what you're looking for. I mean, they're they're all awesome.
0: Which one are you closest um, to? Yeah,
1: I, I can't give you an answer.
0: Which one are you closest to? is it? did you say? Who's? Which one are you closest to? Like, when it comes to, like, just, you know, talking to the most and all that kind of stuff?
1: Um, I'd say probably it's it's close. I mean, Tommy and Joe are both going to be in my wedding. They're their cruising in my wedding. Willie and I have recently become closer and started talking a lot more just because, you know, he's kind of, you know, been through a lot of the similar stuff I've been through. No,
0: obviously Willie's out because he's not in your wedding. So that, I mean, that's... He's eliminated Willie, right off the Willie's, bat.
1: Willie's a reader, though. He's he's, yeah, got he's a part a re- in the. But wedding. he's
0: a reader. You under you know that like groom to, to usher is Johnny one thing. Johnny was
1: you know my water boy when I was playing back at Assumption. He would always be the water boy in the sideline and you know have my towel and all that stuff. So he's giving an usher in the wedding. So they're all they're all included in some way and. I, I can't pick one.
0: They're I got you. Awesome. I got you. No, you're too good a dude. Um, take me through. Um, and then
1: I also love I love Ellie and Amy. I got to plug that in.
0: <laughs> I guarantee you they're definitely not listening to this podcast. The guys might listen to it, but the, the girls aren't going to listen to this. Um, take me through. I'm going to ask you some quick, just goofy questions and all that kind of stuff. What's your favorite emoji? What nah, emoji, can't hear you. What emoji do you use the most? Take me through some, goof, some goofy, quick questions. What emo, emoji do you find yourself texting the most? The laughing one. Without a doubt. Is there any other than that? Like, everyone says the laughing one. I don't really, I mean, there's not. Do you use any others? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're going in and out. But do you use any others? Everyone always says the laughing one, but there's no really other one I use a lot. Do you use any others?
1: Uh, I would say the like the sideways smirk that kind of looks like, like a smart aleck. Yeah, like, yeah getting into trouble type one. I don't know how to describe it, but the sideways smirk, I like that one. And then the devil one's a good one. So the the purple devil one.
0: What is the what what is better? What's what's the beating Bettendorf or wh- or beating Iowa State?
1: Lost you again.
0: What is what is better, beating Bettendorf or beating Iowa State? If you could relive one mem- one, one of those moments tomorrow, which one would you have? Three peat against Bettendorf or beating I- or the four peat against Iowa State?
1: Oh. oh man, I got to say Beat Bednorf. It was more personal.
0: I, I I can I I can imagine. I I I believe you with that. What about who's the coolest person that you know? Like you're out there in in LA, you got new teammates and all that kind of stuff. I asked this to Chasen, what's the coolest phone number you have in your phone?
1: Coolest phone number. Does that number.
0: make sense? you I mean like like I think Chasen said like Carmelo Anthony Like you're meeting Big time people You have Like do you have Do you have Jared Golf's phone number In your phone Are you Or do you have Is there a new teammate Or is there Anybody like that A former Hawkeye That you're friends with Who's the coolest person That you have in your phone
1: Uh Just some teammates Out here I'd have to say Like Eric Weddle Probably
0: Okay That and works And
1: like There's a bunch of dudes I don't have their phone number But like I talk to on a regular basis Like 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 you said, Jared Goff, Clay Matthews is like a dude I, you know, idolized growing up and he's been in like movies and stuff. Aaron Donald, Todd Gurley is like the best running back in the world. It's just kind of crazy, like being around like athletes and like freaks of nature at this level. Do
0: you, do you find yourself, do you find yourself like pinching yourself? Like, I'm playing on the same team as these dudes that I used to and don't tell them that. I don't think Clay Matthews is gonna like hearing you say that you grew up idolizing him. You, Matt? I don't think Clay Matthews is gonna enjoy you saying that he grew up idolizing him, make him feel a little old, but is that do you find yourself pinching yourself? Thinking, wow, I'm I'm playing at this level and I and I know these dudes and I'm talking to these dudes every single day.
1: At first a little bit. Now it's you know, I've kind of gotten used to it, but at first it was just, you know, just being around guys, you know, Aaron Donald, was, you know, voted by his his teammates and other players in the league, the best player in the NFL, which makes him like the best football player in the entire world. So it's, 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 I don't pinch myself, but it's definitely cool. And it's, it's something that I wasn't really expecting, but then, you know, being at this level and seeing these guys, it's, it's cool to be around.
0: Just a few more, just, just a few more for you. And I'll let you go. Um, What is, who's the, who's your, your, who's the best, who's the funniest dude on the team? Who's that guy that's always making you laugh, always cracking you up? Who's the funniest L.A. Ram?
1: Oh, man, it's gotta be, I'll probably say my, my new roommate, Jeremiah Jeremiah Colonna, he's an offensive lineman, big, uh, big Pacific Islander, Samoan dude, he's, uh, he's a good dude, we, we get along really well, he makes me laugh, his giggle kills me, so I'd, have to say an offensive lineman who's who's a part of the practice squad with me and my my newest roommate on, on Dumets Road in Woodland Hills.
0: Um, last one for you. Give us a pick for the Iowa-Iowa State game with a score. And try to be right. Don't just be like a knucklehead anger and say like 69 to nothing just to get a laugh out of people. What do you think <laughs> the final score of the Iowa-Iowa state Cyhawk game this Saturday in Ames will be?
1: Hawks. 31-14. Wow.
0: So you think it's... Nate,
1: Stanley, Nate Stanley's going to have a day with the offense. The defense is, is going to ball out. Um, Iowa State's going to make a couple plays here and there, but they're they're going to tighten up, and it's going to be 31-14 Hawks.
0: Do you do you remember playing at, at, at Jack Trice? We just had Julian on another podcast yesterday, and he said it's like hot garbage at Jack Trice Stadium. But I think he played there before it was... Um, before it was remodeled and all that stuff, what's the atmosphere like at Jack Trice? What's it, what's what can can fans and players expect on Saturday?
1: Um, you know, it's it's definitely no Kinnick. There's no place like Kinnick, but it is from an opposing team's perspective, it's a tough place to play. They're especially an in-state rival like that. They're going to bring they're going to bring their energy. They're going to be loud. They're going to be you know aggressive and talking shit from the stands and all that stuff. And then. Iowa State's going to bring their best shot and play their best game. But uh, it's a tough place to play, but at the same time, it gets pretty quiet in there at the end when you're when you're putting a whooping on them and walk up the field with the trophy.
0: I keep lying because I got one more for you. What's the meanest or the weirdest or the rudest thing that's been yelled at you at a game, at a football game, from the stands?
1: Oh, man. I don't know if I like, have a specific one. I know there's been times where I've I've made mistakes, and I could hear people chirping, but I don't have a specific line for you. Um,
0: so it's not it's, this, it's not like um, you're more thinking hearing Iowa fans say you made a mistake more than an opposing player or teammate yelling – or not teammate, but an opposing fan yell something at you. Have
1: have I had that? I don't, I don't think so. – I mean, yes, but I can't give you a specific line. Gotcha. And if I – there was a specific line, it'd probably be stop being so slow and so white and go out there and make a play. <laughs>
0: that's, 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 hey, that's a rule you should live by, right? I mean, that's something that I think you should try strive for each and every single day. Jake, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. The phones are funky, I'm learning the system, but you know what, I think this was a lot of fun. Um, I appreciate your time.
1: No, I, I appreciate you having me on, and I'm honored to be, uh, you know, the, the second choice for this new podcast. You started up, and you know, I'd love to be back at
0: some point. Yeah, I appreciate you, my man. Be good. Um, kick ass out there. We appreciate you, and we'll talk to you real soon.
1: Sounds good. Go, uh, go Knights, go Hawks, and go Rams, baby.
0: All right. He's Jake Gervas of the L.A. Rams and, of course, former Iowa Hawkeye and Assumption Night. Make sure you, if you can, if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. That makes it much easier for you to see each and every week or listen to each and every week. We appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate the feedback, and we'll be back next week with another edition of Randazzo's Rants.